It's August 10th, 2023, and on today's episode of Comic Talk, we'll be talking about Amazing Spider-Man 31, DC's Night Terrors 3, World's Finest Teen Titans 2, and a whole bunch more. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, with guests Drew Maxey hey. and Ambrosia Keck. Hi! Like, comment, and subscribe, because here we go. And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's new comic book releases. Um, it is August 10th, 2023. We're talking about everything that came out this week. New DC Comics come out on Tuesdays. New Marvel and Indie Comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on a Thursday on the 10th to talk about everything that we read. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. We also got returning... Everybody's returning because you know, because we took like a week or whatever off. Uh, we got Drew Maxi, aka Drew Deficit, aka spelled Drew X Deficit. What's up, Drew? Hey, uh, you know, just uh, just hanging around. That's yeah. it. I, I like it. It's it's we all we all do so much, and but when we're asked, How's it going? What are you up to? It's like, you know, you know, I, every time you ask me that, I always, I always like have a moment when it's just like, how honest do I want to be about it? Yeah. Like, you know, am I going to be like, well, you know, crushing depression is just hanging around, but you know, like, I feel like I don't have time for that. So it's a lot to go into. Um, <laughs> I, I, I get it. And I mean, you know, we're self-medicating with comics, so hopefully that helps. But uh, you could also always share like hey i'm on the struggle bus because i'm sure other people are on that struggle bus as well and would love to hear it hong kong you know <laughs> um, i may or may not be driving that bus but <laughs> um who is that voice if you're watching us live on twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show uh you can see who that voice is. But if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, uh, you don't know who that second guest is. We got Ambrosia Kep, a.k.a. Comics and Cupcakes. Ambrosia, how are you doing? Um, I'm actually doing well. Um, That's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, back yeah. in school and kicking butt, taking names. Yeah. Kicking butt, taking names, kicking names and taking butts. No, nope, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. Nope, um, nope. I do it in my so, head. So. Good. Good. Um, shout out to Carson four four two zero zero seven out there uh, for not knowing that we did this show live, but tuning in live because they just found out we do this live. Yeah. Uh, hey, welcome. Carson. I don't. I don't know how Carson found us um, originally. So let us know, Carson. Let us know out there. I, I, uh, I think. Twitch, I Talk think TV. that's. Uh, I think that's one of my uh, uh, Instagram or TikTok followers. So nice. Hey, Carson. What's up? Nice. <laughs> so there, there are a lot of books that came out this week. And um, um, before we get into our picks of the week, I want to go over uh, what we read. So um, if you guys, uh, you know, whatever you guys read, if you guys want to, whoever wants to go first, give us a little rundown. Yes, goes. Okay, so Drew? <laughs> All right. Uh, so I read... Um, this is a, this, so this, I read everything that I picked up this week, which doesn't usually happen. So that was nice. very, for you. It was, yeah. It was, it was, it was nice, but it was also like a kind of a small week for me. So that's why it happened. Um, okay. so I got 
Uh, Night Terrors number three. Okay. I got. I'm gonna do all the the Night Terrors books together. Uh, okay. Night, Night Terrors Shazam number two. Night Terrors Robin number two. Night Terrors Zatanna number two. Ah, oh, I didn't load that up, but continue. Uh, I got uh, World's Finest Teen Titans uh, number two. The uh, 2023 Superman Annual. And then uh, Danger Street number eight. And that's what I read this week. Very nice. That's a, that's a good meaty haul. I, it was only DC books. I didn't have any uh, uh, indie or Marvel pickups this week. Yeah, neither of you guys had indie books, which is weird because I normally depend on the guests yeah. to bring in that indie stuff because uh, I, I take recommendations from you guys. Um, well, I did, uh, I did pick up Something's Killing the Children and Ghost Lore. However, uh, I knew I'm like four issues behind, uh, on, well, I haven't started Ghost Lore, but, uh, I'm issue, I'm behind on Something's Killing the Children, so I didn't even bring that up. That's fair. That's fair. Ambrosia, what do you got? Hi! Um, I actually did the opposite, and I realized that I got all Marvel comics this week. That's great! <laughs> so, We're doing a zone defense today. I'm right. Um, so I got the Amazing Spider-Man issue number 31. Um, Spider-Man annual issue number one. I wasn't able to uh, finish that. Um, mm. Miles Morales issue number nine. Uh, Star Wars issue number 37. I did get House of Slaughter. Oh, sorry. Not Something Killing the Children. Uh, House of Slaughter, uh, which is like the spinoff from Something Killing the Children. Issue number 16. But I am a couple issues behind, so I didn't read it. Um I really, uh, I picked up Danger Street, so I guess that is a DC comic, but I'm really behind on that, so I will not be talking about it, because I have not read it. I'm really behind on that, too, but like, yeah. Yeah, what issue are you on? I think I just finished issue five. Okay, see, I'm only on, like, issue three, but I like it a lot. Um, I got Red Goblin, uh, issue mm -hmm. number seven, uh, Max Rebo. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're telling me titles that you didn't tell me earlier, so I never prepped the images. Sorry, right. I was like, no, I was. How dare meetings. you be an overachiever? No, I was in meetings all day, and I was just trying to like do it off a of memory. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and Silk but, Four, right? Did you read Silk Four? No, I was so I was really sad because I should have that in my pool, but they didn't give it to me in my pool. So okay. I went to the comic book store to go pick it up again because fun fact, my new school. I could walk to the comic book store now, uh, but I forgot my wallet and it was, it, yeah. so I, I, I did not get, okay, long story short, I didn't, I'm not reading so far this week. Okay, it's all right. Sorry. Um, I, uh, it, I struggled this week, but I mean, I still, I, I read a lot. I, I read Amazing Spider-Man 31, Miles Morales, Spider-Man 9. I read, I'm trying to catch up on Danger Street, but I'm not caught up. I read Night Terrors 3. I'm only reading the main line of Night Terrors. Um, I read Superman Annual, uh, World's Finest Teen Titans 2, Immortal X-Men 14, Avengers 4, Guardians of the Galaxy 5, Children of the Vault 1, and Batman Inc. 11. Um, I, 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 I have to read X-Men because after the events of Hellfire Gala 2023, um, I'm making an, an extra effort to talk about X-Men on this show Ooh. and like, you know, so, um, which I was anyways reading all the X-Men that I can find, but, uh, you know, um, you guys got a pick of the week. 
my pick of the week may surprise you. Okay, let's hear it. I'm I'm gonna I, this is gonna be a you hot always take. go last, huh? I always go last. Uh, I'm gonna go first on this one. Let's do it. And it, it it's tough because I'm gonna say because it surprised me. It surprised me because I liked it, and that is Amazing Spider-Man 31. That was oh my gosh! Stop. That was you your pick like of it? the week. You didn't like no. it? No, uh, no, it was great. It was great, especially oh, because okay. there was like so much to it. Like it was literally jam packed. But it was I, huge. I, yeah. I never thought I would hear you say that Amazing Spider-Man issue number thirty-one was your favorite. Well, I mean, or I like Spider-Man, but the recent run has been lackluster, right? Uh, but it's been rough. I think it's because whatever editorial decision they had to get Ma uh, Kamala dead, they were gearing up for that and it was sacrificing the quality that once they killed Kamala. Then they were like, oh, now we can actually tell our stories. Okay. I don't think the writer is a bad writer. I think he was forced to kill Kamala in a X, Y, and Z sort of way. And and before a specific time, because they had to time it out. Um, because she had to get brought back to life at the Hellfire Gala. Yeah. And yeah, but then they yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the point being is this one was surprisingly good. Amazing Spider-Man 31. That you said that because I've heard people like not like this issue. This and, issue? Yeah. Um, and like, well, for one, this whole series has been kind of a little rough. Um, yeah. it's been a little rough for a while. But um, yeah, so I've heard mixed reviews on that. So it makes me really happy to hear that someone liked it. Uh I'm a big fan of uh what's uh, like the um Randy, not Randy Robertson, Robbie Robertson versus uh Tombstone. Oh, I um, love that story. Romeo and Juliet kind of thing that they did. I think it was a, oh, it was in the beginning of this, this run. Mm -hmm. And they did like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing where Robbie Robertson does not like Tombstone, but the, both of their kids are dating. And so in this issue, Randy Robertson and Janice uh, Lincoln get, well, this is their wedding. Yeah. I was about to say get married, but they don't get married in this spoiler they did not get married uh and then it has a bunch of like one page stories two page stories there was a lot i was not expecting that it kept and going so we, i was like when is it over like what it you know they were good stories but like how long was this book super long not very long it was a thick boy um yeah. And we got a lot of like teasers of uh upcoming titles that we are going to be seeing i think yeah <laughs> Um, I also like Mary Jane and uh, Felicia Hardy a lot. Oh, I like that uh, the Felicia Hardy like aspect in this issue as well with her and Peter. Cause I always just love their little their little storyline together. I mean, spoiler, they broke up. What? You know, but I don't know. Uh, there, there's some good things in this, and I don't know. I, I liked, I really like this issue. It, it really surprised me. But that's my pick of the week. What do you Ooh, I like that. I don't uh I don't read Spider-Man at all. <laughs> so like this is doing these talks is how I learn about what's going on with uh uh the Spider-Man books. Um yeah. so like all I've known is that just like people are mad at it. Just that's that's yeah. all I've known about this this run of Spider-Man. People are mad at it. That's it. They did some bad moves, but I, I think I would like to think that it was editorially mandated. And also it sucks because uh I mean 
it has been spider-man is one of my favorites but it hasn't been one of my favorites in a hot minute and it makes me yeah. so sad yeah i'm with you i'm with you but no uh, i'm hoping that we could revive this um yeah, hopefully it comes back. And also, Maz Morales, Spider-Man, uh, well, number nine came out this week, but, like, that run has been way better of a Spider-Man run than this current Amazing Spider-Man. But this issue of Miles was not as good as this issue of Amazing Spider-Man, so. Oh, I agree. It is what it is. Uh, who's, who, who's pick of the week is next? Somebody has to go, because I got to get to I my X-Men goes last. I'll, I'll go. But you have an X-Men talk? No, just oh, like because I'm sorry. I you know. I got you. I got you. Um, mine was actually uh one that I normally wouldn't choose, but I really enjoyed, which was the Star Wars Max Rebo. Um the one, one thing my... I don't have a picture for, but continue. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um I loved it because for one, it's the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. And uh one of my favorite things is for perceptive perspective taking through like the other side of things and so we mm -hmm. got like a character who we wouldn't like who he's like the last person that you would think would get a comic book and it's just right. a one shot like his perspective uh through like java the hut and everything was uh a lot of fun and what i've been enjoying about these one shot uh star wars books uh is just the uh uh it's just something that you wouldn't read every day and i wasn't expecting yeah. to pick this up with all uh with that um like the ewok one that came out a while ago that one was one of my favorites as well and it was uh no words in there at all it's a silent book which is really cool um and so i've been really enjoying enjoying these uh 40th anniversary books and we got uh Bausch in here like it's just it's just so it's good so if you're a star wars fan like you need to be reading these comics okay yeah, these are like one shots that Star Wars has been doing. This specific one is Star Wars Return of the Jedi mm -hmm. one shots of like characters from that movie specifically. So if, for anyone out there who doesn't know, Max Rebo plays an instrument. He's that little blue kind of <laughs> elephant looking like small creature that plays with his feet essentially so you know <laughs> i was i was gonna ask that does it have him playing with his feet in in yeah. the book oh of course incredible like, I thought, yeah i thought for the like like I, you know like pre i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this like and i'm, I'm gonna add a preface to it uh i like the sequels uh i like the sequel trilogy but okay. uh pre man like honestly it's even before pre-disney uh i just like stopped kind of not i i stopped learning things about star wars right around the time that the clone wars tv show came out um and so like there's just this giant gap in my knowledge of star wars where like before that i was like a savant i knew i knew it all and oh, then wow. and then out of nowhere it's just like they start they started making things that was just outside my purview and yeah. so like uh i always thought that max rebo was playing with hands and then there was that girl who made uh she made a a, a tiktok series about max rebo playing with his feet it, yeah it, it was just like mind-boggling to me 
It might be Discount Bo-Katan who did it, or it could be Sawyer, because uh, both of them are great TikTok content creators. I I, I know Discount Bo-Katan, but it wasn't her. No, uh, it might be Sawyer then. She has like a Southern accent. Oh, then I don't know. Oh. No, she is, she is a like a a relic, like a pretty thick Southern accent. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, like the type of music that Max Rebo plays is is called jizz. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Stop. It's, like, really... it's called jizz music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she her series was called Max Rebo makes jizz with his feet. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, Max Rebo doesn't have hands. He just has feet. Like he has two. Right, yeah, but like the old toys hands. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not canon. It's not canon. No. Um, Maybe it is now. The power that's of the a, force. My that's hand. a wild pick of the week. I know. I really try to be different. I think that's a good and my pick of the weeks. I well, I celebrate that pick of the week. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I haven't I haven't read any of the Star Wars comics except for no. if you when it first came out but like oh my gosh that came out in like 2000 and like 15. it was like 2015 yeah oh my gosh mm. yeah yeah uh but i do now now that i know there's a max rebo one shot yeah i want to read that oh my gosh i think that's so good. i great. think that's the point of the one shots right to get new people on board that like just you know not much commitment in a one shot yeah and i think especially i think it hits uh with the I don't want to say older generation, but I'm going to say older generation. Like uh, so many uh, comic book buddies I have who are um, older than me um, by like a large amount um, hate a lot of like the newer stuff. However, like if I bring them like stuff like this, then they're like, oh, I'm on board because like that factor of it comes from like Return of the Jedi and like the original series, they automatically have like that nostalgia aspect of it versus like a lot of the newer stuff that comes out even like the cover that you held up like i mean he's playing with his feet the like but like 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 the design and the branding and everything is very like what reminds me of when i was a kid like pre pre prequels yeah yeah uh drew what's your what's your pick of the week uh it's it's danger street that is like, oh, you have you been have you been liking it? Don't, I, okay. I, I don't want to say don't spoil it, but like do what you want. Do what you want. I'm, 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 not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil anything. Um one of the things that's probably good and bad, mm-hmm. it, to me it's not bad, but like to some people would some people would see it as a negative, is that like Tom King's books are very slow. Yeah. Uh, they almost yeah. all of them are very slow burns. Uh, and so like when he gets to around like issue eight or nine, all the threads start coming together. And so this is issue eight and it's kind of starting to get to where, um, you know, it, it's it's getting to the point that he's trying to make. However, uh, because his books are so slow, it's really hard to spoil them because like one single issue doesn't really... You, like you need all the context of it to for yeah. for like the plot points to really have an impact um yeah. and i you know like i'm i i i had to do a video i did a video recently um where i was talking about danger street because i'm like such i'm i'm a tom king fan i have not read anything okay. by 
that I haven't liked. Uh, I will go to bat for that Batman run that he did any day of the week. Um, okay. But like Danger Street was really, it was like befuddling to me because I couldn't figure out what the thesis of it was, right? right. Like vision, I knew what vision was about. I could boil it down to like a theme sentence, you know, like a theme statement. Yeah. I, I can boil Mr. Miracle down. I can boil Sheriff of Baghdad down. Like I can boil his Batman run down. I don't know what the point of Danger Street is. Even yet. right now? Even now, I don't, I don't know. But when I was making that video, I was trying to explain what Danger Street was. And like, Danger Street is, um, it's a story told in the modern DC universe using these like, you know, like side characters that nobody's really thought about for a long time outside of like the Creeper and then some of the new gods, right? Um, yeah. But every single character in that book is from a series that they did in the 70s called First Issue Special. Mm. Um, and some of them are like, some of the characters are making their first appearance in First Issue Special. Um, some of them are just like getting their, it's like the first time they've been the main character of a story. But it was like an anthology series. Um, none of the None of the issues had anything to do with that with the other you know it was just like for example um this this issue features a care a group of characters called the outsiders they're not like the batman outsiders they're another group called the outsiders that were co-created by joe simon who most people know for creating captain america um with with jack kirby and then like there's uh, a a character in it named um uh, warlord and warlord is uh, he was like it was like a fantasy series that mike grell uh who's most famous for like that 1980s green arrow run um you know mike grell created this at at dc and his first appearance was in first issue special um yeah. the you know like uh jack kirby was creating characters for first issue special and just all these different people uh, I think like J.M. DeMatteis was was doing, you know, like there it was like an anthology series where none of the characters were really related. And now Tom King is taking all of them and forcing them to be in a story. And some of them are characters that you probably have never heard of, like the Dingbats of Danger Street uh, <laughs> or or Lady Cop. Um, right. But some of them, like Dr. Fate, is really important to the story. And the Creeper is really important to the story. Um, the the uh, the Blue Starman. Uh, yeah. You know, not like the Jack Knight or the Golden Age Starman, but like that yeah. second version of... I forget his name, but yeah. Yeah, he's an alien, right? He's an alien prince. But uh, Also, one of the first gay characters in DC. Yeah, yeah. And so, like... To me, even though I don't know what this series is about, seeing the way, like knowing that history and just seeing how these characters are essentially being treated as puzzle pieces that are being put together to make the larger picture, mm -hmm. um, that's been a really fascinating thing to me. Um, 
it very much has kind of a um you know paul thomas anderson's movie magnolia or um even you know like the movie crazy stupid love the steve carell oh yeah that's such an underrated movie it's fantastic right uh where it has this kind of the characters seem like they don't know each other or they're unrelated and then suddenly you know they're the threads that connect them all are being brought together yeah. so they're all part of the overarching story dare um, i say love actually for a more basic mainstream reference i haven't seen that one so i i can't make oh. that oh you should watch it i mean it's you know it's funny it's great it's cheesy but it's good it's a good movie. well you know, i'm not lactose intolerant so so <laughs> you, you go for the cheese um, <laughs> um so dangerous yeah, dangerous Street think, eight and there's four issues left you think it's gonna wrap it all up it's it's yeah i mean it's going to again i'm a tom king guy i have full faith that he's going to do something really interesting with it and even if the plot like doesn't have this big mind-blowing moment the way that it's written is still very literary which is like, that's what I love about Tom King is that you can tell, like, I think one of the biggest influences on his Batman run was Kurt Vonnegut. And so like, you can, you can see the way that he borrows from like, like the fantasy of comics and the, like the, the fantasy and the, and the storytelling techniques of comics, but also the storytelling techniques of like, postmodern uh american literature mm -hmm. and mashes it together and that's what i think is so fascinating about him that's wild that also seems just like a video essay that you should do because i feel it, like do a two hour long video essay on tom king if 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 i had the motivation to do stuff like that i, I i'd be doing it already people will go down that rabbit hole man people want to see it I got, um, I, I got, I got classes to prepare for. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, oh, there are a lot of books that came out uh, this week. Ambrosia, are you keeping up with Night Terrors at all? No, I got overwhelmed with the amount of uh, side issues. And so I should have done what you did and just- I'm just read reading the, the main, main title. Side. Yeah. Because yes, what issue I mean, are you on for the main title? Like two? Uh, three on the three. main title. Yeah, maybe I should just read the main title. Three and and four is the last one. So, yeah, it's a it's a uh, two month kind yeah. of thing. I don't like what DC like. I I'm I'm not dissing the actual content, but the fact is they put a lot of books on hold for two months uh, in order to yeah. do night terrors, and I just didn't see the point. And I have a theory, but you know, so it's just... it, something's gonna happen in the last one that's going to try to like reset the universe again. Hopefully. I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's like, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? I don't what know. What big card could they have up their sleeve for this event? I don't know. I think one of the big problems that I, that I have with Night Terrors in general is that it doesn't feel like it's doing anything new. No. And so chances are... We've seen this all before. Yeah. Like it's just dream sequences. Yeah, yeah. I know you, you've talked about how you just don't care for dream <laughs> sequences. Yeah. I don't like dream sequences, but like, I just feel like the, whatever the new thing is, 
whatever the thing is that like may, tries to justify putting the the comics on hold putting the rest of the the comics yeah. on is going to be something that we've seen before yeah i mean i have a i have a theory that morpheus from sandman is going to make an appearance i just i i don't think so okay or they'll bring back Doctor Destiny is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. So I think they'll they'll probably bring him back back from the dead and make him a major villain going probably. forward. Probably, you know. But then we're gonna get the same thing. It's just more dream sequences. I don't want. I don't want this <laughs> I will, crossover. I like, will say. I will say that one thing that I do kind of like about the tie-ins. Is that all the time? I think I mentioned this the last time we talked about this, but all the tie-ins take place at the same exact time. Mm. Like none of them are happening, like over the course of a couple days or a couple weeks or like you know, like it's all happening at the moment that he that this insomnia character puts yeah. everybody to sleep, right? Which yeah. I do think that's cool, and maybe that's why they put everything on hold except for things that take place in the past because like you know now it's like a definite continuity to like all of these things are happening at the same time yeah it, but yeah. uh i really i can't i've i've been i've been wanting to complain about this uh for a while now i hate that his name is insomnia Ooh. um why it's because the biggest reason why I hate that his name is Insomnia is because uh, it does not feel natural at all for like a character to yell that at somebody. So like, like it's not easy. It has too many syllables. It just feels awkward and 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 clunky. Insomnia. Like there's uh, there was like an like a part in the Batman. Uh, in in the second Batman uh, tie-in, um, where Batman said like something along the lines of like uh, I don't know, oh I should have known that it was you, or I should have known that it was you, Insomnia, and like that just feels like a weird sentence to say. Wow. I almost feel like you know Batman should be just saying the guy's name, like that would feel more natural to me, but I mean, like his actual name. You know, uh, I mean that. I mean that's just comics for you. Like, would you say Doctor Destiny? Like, I, I know, I get it, but it's just like it's such a onomatopoeia. It, <laughs> it takes me out of the moment. Yeah, like I just feel like I don't know. Williamson's a good enough writer that he probably could have found a way to like reiterate the character's name without it sounding so strange yeah uh it, if this was, was marvel by the way if this was marvel they would create something to defeat insomnia called like melatonin <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds like a joke and it is a joke I'm but sorry, it's also I'm like sorry. they do that with the symbiotes all the time they're like oh you're venom well me i'm anti-venom <laughs> <laughs> you right you right uh, or, I feel like part of me like with the insomnia it does make me laugh because it's almost like uh bringing in real life 
uh, like, because insomnia really is like a thing. And so, like, sometimes you wake up and you're like, oh, insomnia. And so it's almost like, uh, I don't know, they're trying to make it more like, I don't know. Eh, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. It's like Dr. Destiny is a, like, that's a, that's like a name. Insomnia is just like, just a thing. Uh, I mean, that's comic names for you. We can't go down this this rabbit hole either. I know. We'll do but... two hour video essay on names. <laughs> like, uh, um, the, the, uh, I, 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 superheroes. Yeah, like Matter Eater Lad. Yeah, but then <laughs> when they redid them in the 90s, they gave them short one word kind of names because that was kind of the, the, the shtick in the 90s was yeah. like, so they like renamed everybody. So instead of triplicate girl, I think it was like triad. That's a you cooler know? name. Well, yeah, because in the modern age, like those shorter names are cooler. But like back when they were created, they weren't. Anyway, uh chemical boy or element boy is like element like elemento or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I like how that's your that's your critique of this event. Just the guy's name, you know? <laughs> it's just, it's a big one. They keep saying it. All right, that's fair. Uh, I, I mean, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm going to say Final Fantasy XV figured this out. They called, is... they called their main character Noctis. That's cool. It's similar. Yeah. It means this, I mean, he lived in a town called Insomnia. Yeah. They should have just called him Sleepy Boy. Yeah, Sleepy Boy. There you go. Uh, I don't remember when it came out, but yeah. the Detective Comics tie-in to Night Terrors is the best one that they put out. Oh, okay. It's genuinely good. I'll have to check that one out. I've been hesitant because it's, it's a Batman one. Not good. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of eh. the but the the Detective one, which is about Jim Gordon. Um almost doesn't even tie into the premise at all it's just kind of like tangentially related it's really good if anyone's taking melatonin it's him <laughs> it, it feels it feels like it's written by dan waters and dan waters has this way of making everything feel like late 80s early 90s like british invasion vertigo and i'm all for that okay I don't maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe it's, I'll tune in. It's it's good. Um Ambrosia, you were I, on the Marvel side this week. Yes. Uh what's another book that was worth reading? Um, oh, we both read Miles Morales. We did. Uh yeah. Drew does not, right? Drew doesn't read Miles. No. Okay. This run has been really good. I like that this, I I un I press the unmute button just to shake my head and not say anything. <laughs> I mean, well now we the podcast it. listeners know what you were doing, so yes, they appreciate it. That. We need descriptive audio, and at that point, Drew Maxey shook his head <laughs> as he clicked the unmute button. Uh, uh, don't you have it, Trevor Reese uh, uh, edit for you sometimes on these? Sometimes, yeah. Get yeah, him to do, do descriptive yeah. audio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ambrosia, tell me about Miles Morales Spider-Man number nine because it was an okay issue. The art is amazing. Uh, absolutely. Um, I've been enjoying this one much more than uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Um, 
I really like uh, Starlene's relationship uh, with Miles and their little like partnership that they've created. Um, I also really a big Hobgob fan. Um, and so I loved Hobgob with like Peter. And so I also love uh, this Hobgob with mm, Miles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't feel like this issue was like amazing, but I thought it was good. Um, yeah, yeah we just see him, you know, lack his like spider sense and um, lots of explosions, um, beautiful artwork. I don't like energy constructs. This is something that's been popping up in superhero media, maybe lately. It happened on the Flash TV show. I do not like the idea that like the next step in your powers is just using your powers to create constructs. So the flash on the show did it and it's really bad where they can take, he takes the electricity and makes constructs. So now he has an like flash is fighting with an electric sword. Makes no sense. Same goes with miles in the issue previous to this. Um, he creates a sword out of his, Bioshock blast and I do not like this. I'm not a fan. I can see that. At, at, at what point does he use his, because it just doesn't make any sense. Like, Miles would use his Bioshock to create armor? Is he going to do that? <laughs> like, he cre- you yeah. know, is he a Green Lantern? Because that's the thing. Green Lantern's over there being like, I've been creating constructs this whole time. Like, Well, and then that's, what's the that's point? what's so interesting about um you know i feel like uh when they created care uh miles as a character i think they tried to do something different and they continue to um versus like they wanted something obviously different from peter parker which is like a basic web shooter um which that's kind of like the nice thing i don't know it's just so simple um versus i feel like they try to take his powers miles Morales, uh higher and higher um, and I feel like they get lost. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, there were some backup uh, stories in Amazing Spider-Man 31 that, that kind of uh, yeah. cross over a little bit. So uh, in, in the end of this episode, we find out that, or it, end of this episode, end of this issue, <laughs> Miles Morales, Spider-Man 9, Hobgoblin wants to go after Queen Goblin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but little does he know, Queen Goblin's busy right now sleeping with Craven the Hunter, <laughs> as we see in the backup in the, story in Amazing Spider-Man 31. Was it, was it, that one was just called like the Hunter or something. But uh Hun- yeah. Yeah, Hunters or something like that, right? Yeah. Oh no, Huntress. It was called oh, there Huntress. You, there you go. And it's like they fight like Craven and her fight just to bone. Which is like a pretty I mean, realistic thing of like for, for them too it works right yes absolutely it works it sounds like you're it sounds like you're trying to shame people and uh, <laughs> i'm not shaming i'm just We're saying all that about Hob- those toxic relationships i just i'm saying hobgoblin is like i shall fight my enemy queen goblin cut to queen goblin just getting cravened you it's know it's just like uh the mr and mrs smith movie yeah no. yeah i don't know yeah you but know? um yeah i i did in, enjoy that uh it was it was good it was comical it was great can, can, can i say that uh in amazing spider-man 31 queen goblin was craven the hunter 
Oh my gosh. Thank <laughs> yep. you. know, she was craving what she's craving. Um, Miles Morales, Spider Man 9, good, good art. It was just kind of a whatever issue for me. Um, yeah. I'm going to take this moment to do a quick run through of X Men titles. Um, okay. Neither of you guys ran, uh, read X Men or read X Men, right? Ah. I'm sorry. I'm going to get on it one day. So, so I, I, I'm just really behind. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm trying to do a thing where I'm gonna take eat like snippets of X Men talk from these episodes and then put them together at the end of the month and be like, okay, this was what happened in X Men for, for August. But for those of you who don't know, the Hellfire Gala 2023 ended in tragedy and, um, all the mutants, I mean, some have disappeared slash died. Other mutants, like big name mutants, have been scattered to many different places. And so um, last week was X-Men, I forget what issue X-Men was, dealing with the ramifications. Then it was Astonishing Iceman number one came out last week, where basically Iceman had to pull his body back together again. Um, but he's losing like he doesn't have that much control um before he has to like really focus to bring himself back this week we have a moral x-men number 14 um which deals with uh professor x's regret and sadness over the apparent deaths of everybody um and then we also deal with emma frost and sebastian shaw uh pretty damn good issue as long as you're you know invested in those characters um, we also got issue number one of Children of the Vault. Um, and that stars Cable and Bishop, an unlikely duo teaming up against these new heroes that are just the Children of the Vault, but more like ge- hundreds of generations past. It's a long and involved science fiction story. It reminds me of JLA number one that Grant Morrison did. Like that first, um, the the one with the Hyper Clan, I think it was in the 90s, where like the white Martians come to Earth pretending to be this new superior team that's going to save the world. That's kind of like that, but with Children of the Vault in this. So now you guys are up, uh, you guys are up to speed. You guys could hop on. It's like I've read them. You know, it, I mean, right now is, I mean, you could read Hellfire Gala 2023, understand that you know, you'll you'll look some stuff up on Wikipedia afterwards. You can hop back in, you know? Maybe I'll just jump in. Maybe I should just jump in and go with it. I think you should. Okay. Ambrosia, do Roger it that. and then go back Ooh. and read. Okay. Is there, let's see. Uh, I've even looked to see what's up for next week. Mm. Maybe I'll do it. I need, I need more people talking about X-Men. Okay. You know? Mm. Um... What are uh, I think this is what I'm gonna do since I'm we're gonna be back next week. We're like yes. the same, right? Yes. Uh, next week I'm gonna buy one X title, having Ooh. not read any of them, and I'm okay. gonna read it, and then I'll just like tell you my impressions as somebody who is who is not reading this stuff and just like what I think. Great, because I also am behind. Let's do it. You'll choose a title. I'll choose a title. Um, and then Dimitri will be so proud of us. There's a lot of good X-Men titles that are coming out next week. X-Men Red 14. X- By the way, if you have only one title to read, I personally recommend X-Men Red. 
takes place on Mars. Oh. Uh, and so there's that. But next week is also Uncanny Avengers number one. They're bringing back the Unity Squad um, that you may remember post post Avengers versus X Men, where it's an it's a X Men Avengers like crossover team. So Uncanny Avengers number one comes out next week. Um, Dark X Men number one comes out next week. Uh, Alpha Flight number one comes out next week. Like, um. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, Marvel's Voices X Men number one, which is an anthology book that comes out next week. A lot Can of X Men titles. That is probably something that I would have picked up anyway because I do like right. I, I I like the Voices books. So yeah. Um, do you want to hear something like terrible though that you're going to be so angry about? Ambrosia, that... what? Yeah. What? <laughs> I get the X Men titles every week in my box. I pay for them every week, and I you haven't pay... read them. You haven't read what? Because I'm so behind that I was like, oh, shoot, I'm behind. I better not well, jump then, in. Oh, I better not jump send in. Send them to me. I'll take them. Are um, they variants or, or? No, they're just like the regular, the basic cover A's. Um, yeah. But I, I, they give me all the titles and I'm just like, okay. And I haven't read Gift them, them to so, someone then. So no, because I'm going to read them of starting course, course. next week. Starting okay. Next week. Here okay. We go. Uh, read Hellfire Gala 2023. Just, okay. uh, you know, I th I, I'd recommend that shit goes down. <laughs> Actually, I mean, if I'm going to really recommend, read Hellfire Gala 20, uh, 21, 22, and then 23. Boom. Okay. Got it. You know? I think, you, you know, I think you'd be good. I think so, too. I think it'll be good. Um, we got a lot of other books that we got to we gotta run through. So we'll, we'll do, like, really, you know, semi-quick uh, reviews. We can't talk too much into everything um world finest teen titans number two drew you read this one did you like yes, it I did. um so if you'll remember when we did this the last time uh i really liked that first issue okay oh. yeah um the second issue i'm gonna be honest i didn't like it as much but it still had the stuff that i liked about the first one in it yeah. um i'm a sucker for uh like people who can stories that portray teenage problems really well i yeah. think it's just because of like being a teacher like i see this stuff all the time i forgot you're a teacher yeah yeah oh my gosh it's it's, it's the all education uh panel today Welcome, uh, Dimitri. well you know i'm in educational technology but yes you know i've been there but like yeah like so you know, like the way that the characters are like talking to each other and interacting with each other and having like teenage insecurities and um, kind of how that is, how, how teenage insecurities are portrayed and, and manifested in this issue. Uh, I enjoyed seeing that quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And the art's amazing. Yeah, the art is really cool. Uh, I do. I also Chris Somney did the cover. I'm a big fan of Chris Somney always. Mm. So, um, by the way, Somney sounds like insomnia. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying they could have called him Somney. They could have. They did. Uh, yeah. Um, one of these days. One of these days. There's a character in X Men called Somnus. 
Yeah. I'm telling you, one of these days, Mark Wade and Chris Somney are going to be doing Superman together. I don't think Wade's going to go to Superman. Hasn't he done? Hasn't he done Superman? He's never done mainline Superman. Oh, okay. I don't know whether he would go for the... I, I would rather keep him on, on these, like... Like... I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that he's going to go, like, to the main title or, like, yeah. action or anything like that, but they are going to do a Superman story together, crossing my fingers, because what they did with Daredevil was so good. Yeah. And I know that, like, Mark Wade loves Superman more than anything. I know Chris mm, yeah. is doing like his creator on stuff right now. And, you know, I, I respect that. And, you know, I hope, I hope he has nothing but success with that, but, oh man, do I want him and Mark Wade on a Superman title? That, that, I mean, it would be good. It would be a good duo. Um, I want to shout out Carson, uh, on our chat. I'm not ignoring Carson. Uh, Couple things that Carson says is I'm uh I'm picking up Danger Street because Drew got me hooked on Tom King because of Mr. Miracle, but I'm not reading it yet. No, which is fair. Uh also Carson says, is Tom King pulling a Grant Morrison? I don't know. And I also don't know what it means, but uh there's that. But then Carson also says Somni Man, which I can't figure out whether it's a play on Superman or Omni Man from Omni-Man. Invincible. Yeah. Somni. But- Somni man um this is the thing this is the thing (laughs) it means that that character insomnia like looked himself in the mirror and was just like you know what i'm gonna call myself insomnia that'll be cool like that's 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 any edgelord kid that's just like yes you shall call me you know i was gonna say that really is like think about because drew you teach high school right yeah yeah, think about all like the little think little, about their usernames. Little, all those weirdos. Yeah. All their usernames all the online. That we love so much. But yes. like you have to know, like some of them are talking in the mirror telling themselves, like, Yeah, I am insomnia. Oh, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. But it's just uh to uh, it just like I don't know. I gotta I, I just have a thing about dialogue and like it has to sound natural and real. And if I say that out loud, it just sounds like I'm, it, it, if I say a sentence calling somebody insomnia and I inject that in there, it sounds <laughs> like my voice is tripping down a hill. I mean, can you imagine Batman be like, where is he? And they're like, I don't know, where, who? Insomnia. I don't know. Dimitri. It's like, there's enough Gotham freaks out there with weird names. Uh, we are in you know what's scary? Using what? your real name. That's scary. <laughs> Where is he? Uh, <laughs> Who? Okay. Drew Maxi. <laughs> okay. So we need to find all of Drew's students and like tell them like secretly, you need to incorporate insomnia at like like just the word somewhere in your writing, like throughout the year. Just like try Come to like with- throw it in as much like they just they have to come up with their own supervillain nicknames and just like casually start just phasing out their real names throughout the <laughs> wait again are you me? they're just usernames they're just oh it's like oh my gosh that's like the best thing ever like have, your online handles are just that though you know what though i i'm at a new school this year and i haven't met any of my students yet so like i could just pretend that that's a normal thing that i do and have always done and just like 
It's funny. I'm at a new school this year too, so let's just do it. Let's let's just go yeah. for it. Did you guys trade schools? Is that what we it did. is? That's what it is. Um, um, I want to, I want to go through, uh, okay. yeah, uh, no, oh, uh, what I was going to say was world finest teen Titans too. I'm kind of a sucker on teen romance, but not like yeah. only when, when, like when it's good. Yes. But yeah, like, I, agree. I like the idea that Gar, well, first thing I like Karen, Karen is super cute, uh, Bumblebee. And I like the fact that they're incorporating her because the original teen Titans lineup is super white, yeah. um, super white and super guy. So like like wonder girl is the only girl on the team but like everybody's white on the original five um but then they include bumblebee uh which um i think she's super cute i think she's she's done really well in this and then they bring in mal duncan and uh i think i think it's funny when garth knocks on uh donna's door and mal opens it up and he's just like uh uh but it you know they're just friends and he's sleeping on the couch um as he does like social bumblebees making like hard eyes at him she is so in love with him and later on they get married in 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 the comics right so bumblebee and he goes by harold he goes by vox he goes by a couple different names guardian um mal so mal you know has a lot of superhero code names anyway they're super cute. I, I like it. I did, I'm going to be honest. I did not put together that that was that character at all, even oh. though he said his name. And so like when you said Guardian, I was just like, oh, yeah, that, okay. They're forgotten. Like, well, Bumblebee is a little bit less forgotten than Mal, but Mal is pretty forgotten, especially his original iterations, because he was Harold and he had like a trumpet that he played. Like that was his superpower. He had like superpower yeah. trumpet. Then he was Vox, and I think he had like sound, like a sound device over his 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 face that yeah. emitted sound. So it was all sound related stuff. And then I think he became Guardian. And in Young Justice, he's the Guardian too. Um, and then they kind of utilize Jimmy Olsen as the Guardian in the Supergirl uh, CW show, which was kind of evocative of Mal Duncan, even if it wasn't Mal. So you know. Um, but yeah, no, this book, I like this book. It would have been my number one pick, but I didn't like the A, the A story in this. I like the B story and the C story, you know? Yeah. That's, I, I, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. Um, I want to talk real quick about Avengers number four and it's, you know, it's whatever. I don't, I mean, if you like Avengers, pick up the book. If you don't like Avengers, don't pick up the book. It's really, it's not going to convince, like this run is not going to convince you to like the Avengers if you don't already like the Avengers. It's one of those runs, you know? That yeah. being said, on the flip side, I don't know if you guys are reading Batman Inc., uh, Batman Incorporated at all. I, I, I was and then I dropped it. You don't like it? It wasn't that I didn't like it. I just, I think maybe... Uh, I just missed an issue and then I didn't pick it back up or something like that. I did that earlier. I've been playing catch up. Joker has Joker incorporated, but it's not meant to be like Batman incorporated. Basically he just goes, Hey, Batman incorporated. You got to kill all my Joker guys or more hostages will die. So like he makes this like weird thing. So you kind of get like these clown characters from all across the world, which is kind of cool. Um, and there's the whole like kill versus don't kill right. thing that that all like Batman has to deal with. But like even these Batman people who idolize Batman have to deal with that same problem. 
Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Um, are there any other books that you guys uh, wanted to talk about before we, like, as we wrap mm. things up? I'm reading Red Goblin, um, which is good. Uh, nothing like super. Amazing. I tried catching up. It's okay, it's right? It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's, oh, I think I am caught up. I think I read issue six, but not this issue. Yeah, it's today issue seven came out, and it was like it was. Uh, it's not like a major issue. Um, I mean, if you like Normie Osborne and um, I kind of don't. I don't like little kid characters. <laughs> yeah, they're not my favorite. Yeah. Oh, speaking but, of little kid characters in Amazing Spider-Man 31, we get introduced to Mother Monstrosity. Yeah. And she she's like, I don't know how, but I created Spider-Boy. He's there. I thought that was wild. I like uh, Spider-Boy yeah. though. I feel really it's bad for him. If you, uh, for any Spider-Man uh, friends or who want to get involved in Spider-Man, make sure you pick up issue number 31 because there was a ton in there and a ton of like just uh, little stories in the back that uh, were cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, like I forgot about Lucy Goosey. Um, Drew, you want to talk real quick as I, I'm going to, I'll be back in a second. You want to talk about, uh, you read Spirit World 4, right? Did you read that? I ended up not picking that up. Oh, okay. Um, I thought that I did, and then I went through my stack, and it wasn't there, so I must have missed it. Oh, well. Um, I, I've been liking the Spirit World book. It's you want to cool. talk about? You want to talk about it uh, for a second? Okay. <laughs> convince the convince the audience. So, okay, uh, if you if you if you're unaware. Uh, Spirit World is part of a line at DC uh, called We Are Legends. It is a um, a group of uh, three or four books um, highlighting new characters that are of uh, Asian American or Pacific Islander nationality, um, and they are made by uh, uh, or, uh, creators who uh, also... Um, uh, identify as such. Uh, Spirit World is uh, it, it's really cool. It deals with the um, uh, the more cosmic or the sorry, not the cosmic, but like the more spiritual side, um, the witchy side of uh, of DC. So like John Constantine is a, a, a main character. Um, it also features Cassandra Kane, and the main character is a um, non-binary magic user named Xanthi, who is, um, I believe, ooh, I don't want to be wrong, um, East Asian, uh, uh, from, you know, of East Asian descent, um, cannot remember what country they're from, um, but uh, it borrows very heavily from all those dogs. <laughs> yeah, sorry, they're playing Chase. Uh, borrows very heavily from like um, Asian mythology uh, to tell this story about um, people traveling in the spirit world, trying to um, solve mysteries by actually communicating with the dead. It's it's a very cool concept. It sometimes when I when when I say that it sounds like stuff that you've seen before, but it's yeah. putting it this twist on it that makes it unique um 
and I've 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 really dug it. Um, it's very cool. The uh, being that the um, artist, uh, you know, the writer and the artist are of uh, Asian descent. Um, it has a very Asian feel to the art. Um, you know, you can kind of look at it and almost looks like manga or anime, um, but it also has the Western flavor in there. So like it fits into the DC style while also being unique and being its own thing. I, I, I really like it a lot. Oh, I love that. Um, I like that they actually have writers that are from that um, culture or from that um, yeah. who are more knowledgeable in that area than yeah. others. It looks like it's a DC imprint. It's a, yeah, it's it's a, it's an we imprint called We Are Legends. I yeah. didn't realize that. I know that that is one of them. City Boy is another and The Vigil City, is another. City, right? Boy, City Boy, which is written by Greg Pak, has been my favorite of all of the We Are Legends stuff so far. Mm. Um, it is about a a kid uh, in the DC universe who can communicate with cities. Um, and oh. so like he, um, if you if you need to find a person, he can talk to the city and find out where they are. And he can locate, locate items, he can locate people. He can know the history of what happened at this specific spot in a city. It's, it's a yeah. cool idea. Um, it's nice to see that DC is putting their money where their mouth is, you know, like, yeah. you know, put, put that representation forward instead of just one month a year spotlighting yeah. Asian creators yeah. and Asian For sure. And Like, I, I like, I enjoy stuff like that. Like, obviously the, the, the primary reason why something like that would exist is to, um, you know give representation for people to see themselves like for members of an audience to see themselves and and have you know stories for them but like even for somebody like me who like clearly there is no lack of representation for a person like me in any yeah. media i just like seeing storytelling from different perspectives and, yeah. and this is a very easy way to look at something and say I might like this, I might not, but either way, it's going to be something that I've, I've not been exposed to before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you brought up City Boy and he reminds me of Hawk, is it Hawksmore from from The Authority? John, Jack, Hawks, Jack Hawksmore? Jack Hawksmore? Mm. Jonathan Hawksmore? He was um, uh uh I'm trying to John Hawksmore is or no he does go by Jack uh he gain, he has a symbiotic link with whatever cities he, he's in the bigger oh, okay. the city is the bigger his powers are um he's on the authority so I wonder I mean DC has the authority now like I wonder yeah. if these characters will meet They're yeah maybe city -based. Like, that's that's the thing too is that like these characters are like, yes, it is an imprint, but it's not like Vertigo, where those were separate stories. Like, these take place very firmly in the DC universe. Yeah. And, like, you know, the characters, like, the Vigil was introduced in... Um, Lazarus Planet, right? La yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, these characters do exist in the larger DC universe, but they are still allowing, um, 
you know, like different creators to put their own, you know, cultures and identities and, and perspectives yeah. into their books, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, uh, real quick guardians of the galaxy five came out and, um, you know, it was good. It wasn't a groundbreaking issue, but like things are ramping up between uh, the Guardians versus Groot because that's essentially what's happened. Groot, for some reason, has t- become an, a, a Galactus level threat called Grootfall. And so the Guardians are trying to figure out whether is the f- their friend dead or not. Is Grootfall Groot? Can Groot be saved? Um, it's been pretty, pretty, pretty damn good series um superman annual also came out um and i liked it it was it was just kind of a look into metropolis and the daily planet and like the new characters and they introduced some old characters they introduced some new characters uh i know drew read this one yeah yeah i i i um you know like as far as this is kind of another one of those things like the a story fine it's just about you know well really the main story is about lois lane um, yeah it's you know about lois lane she's now the uh the editor-in-chief of daily planet and she's doling out assignments and she decides that like we keep doing the same stuff you you write sports go you know interview Livewire. yeah and you you know like you know let's this... mix everybody up yeah 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 which i mean i have my own thoughts about that which was essentially like as a business practice you're you're still doing the same story (laughs) like like it's different who's writing but it's still the same story but anyway um i there's a a a plot point in the superman books uh that's happening right now which is jimmy olsen is dating a villain and i think that's great uh yeah you i think i i like what they did with parasite in this issue um where like he like superman gave him a job yeah and on the weekends he still has to go to prison but during the week he gets to come out and like you know actually work and is he and... a janitor because yeah he's, cause a, he's... He's, a, he's a custodian at yeah uh, which uh, is at... funny because that was his original job before he got like, parasite yeah. powers yeah you know uh, um I also, they introduced, like, Steve Lombard has a sister for the first time ever, I think. Is that the first time ever? I I just assumed that that was always a thing that I didn't know about. As far as I know, Steve Lombard hasn't had a sister, especially one that works at Daily Planet. But now he does, and there's a brother there. Steve, I don't know if you're watching New Adventures of Superman, but Steve Lombard's in that, and it's so funny. It's, yeah. it's so funny. I, I, I'm a couple episodes behind. I got to catch up on it, but okay. I, I have been enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, it sets, this annual sets up a f- pretty interesting, a pretty interesting uh, uh, story point that's going to go forward. Yeah. Um, in, in the Superman book um, that is very simple, but it also feels like it's never been done before. Uh-huh. Which uh is? which makes it interesting which is what well uh, without getting into spoiler you know but yeah but uh lois lane finds out something about somebody she really trusts 
that is kind of shady. And so now she has to go investigate that. Oh, yes. I forgot about that that plot point. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Uh, again, we're in the Superman renaissance right now. I can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> every, every Superman book is good. Just Superman as a concept, like in, in all his media right now. Superman and Lois in 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 new my my adventures with Superman, you know? Justice League Cosmic Chaos. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh it's just Superman, the way he he, you know, is meant to be has been coming back lately, and it's been nice. Yeah. Um, you guys have any final thoughts before we we close up this episode? Don't put Twinkies on your pizza. Oh. Are people doing that? No, it's just from the movie Heavyweights. And for some reason, I thought of it whenever you asked that. <laughs> That's um, also an underrated good. movie. But, but now I kind uh, of want to. Okay. I will allow I it. You. Keenan I to... warned you. I would cut him in half, though, lengthwise. You know, I'm just saying. No, I'm just that's saying. good. That's good. It's not going to save it. I could. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but what if you deep fry it? Everything's better deep fried. Challenge accepted. Different yeah. story. <laughs> or a, tw- a Twinkie crust. I'm telling you, I saw the movie Heavyweights when I was a child. I heard that and I said, me, I'm, listen, I'm a scientist, <laughs> if nothing else. Inquisitive minds. Needed and you did it? Of course I did. And it was gross. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, I wouldn't do a tomato sauce. I would do like an Alfredo sauce, maybe. No, no. You do tomato sauce with a don't Twinkie? try to church it up. No, no okay. I actually don't think I could do that. I can't do sweet and savory. Okay. All right. Um, That's why pineapples don't go on pizza, but whatever. No, they do. Pineapple, okay. ham, jalapeno. Pineapple, ham, jalapeno. A little whatever barbecue sauce drizzle. I don't, first of all, I don't know why we're even like you, you and started I. started it. I don't know why you and I are having a conversation about Twinkies. Ambrosia is the sweets person. I do. <laughs> Comics I do, and I do. cupcakes. I do. I, I could skip out on pizza and just give me the Twinkies. You, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, when I first started like getting into comic book TikTok, you were the first person I followed. And it was oh only God. because like you would talk about comics while you were eating candy. Right? Like, I don't know. like the candy. And and I was just like, yeah, that's a great I, I like I, I both do not miss those days and I also miss those days. There was like a like an early like TikTok in 2020, 2021, totally different, you know? Um, but it brought me to you guys. I'm glad to have you guys on the show. I want to thank you guys so much for coming on this show, taking time out of your Thursday. Before we get going, Drew, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Uh, let's see. I'm on, uh, the internet in all the places that a person can be, uh, under the same name, Drew X Deficit. Uh, find me, bug me. I don't know. I got nothing going on. Uh, getting ready for a new school year. That's what I'm working on. I got my, uh, I get to teach a graphic novels class this year. So (gasps) very nice. I'm, I'm, I'm preparing for that. Um, which doesn't start until January, but still like, I'm, I'm gonna that's amazing prepare for it um the same thing i always say uh justice league cosmic chaos the video game i wrote for dc is in stores uh came out in march it is heavily discounted now uh so uh go buy it i don't make any money if you do but 
you know, go, go, go buy it anyway. Cause I'm really proud of it. And, uh, uh, if, 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 I've, I've been doing a thing where I've been working in a comic shop on Sundays and I pick three books that I try to sell. Yeah. Um, I have not been successful ever, <laughs> but people are always asking me, where can I buy the books? Cause I like the descriptions that you give. Uh, if you just, I, a link in my bio, it takes you to a storefront where you can buy them. Yes. I get a little bit of a kickback from it, but don't tell anybody. But right. any, you know, if there's anything that like you're looking for uh, a new book to read, chances are I've got something on there that will interest you. Oh, I love that. I'm on Amazon right now, and uh, 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 it's it's thirty bucks on Nintendo Switch, and I might I might grab it. I want to see. Wait, why the... don't you get any money for it? I already got paid for uh, the uh, for for the hours that I put in, so I don't. There was no. There was no like uh, royal residuals or royal. Oh, that's so sad. It's standard practice. Oh, yeah, but good job for writing it. Hey, thanks. Uh, Ambrosia, where can we find you? Hi. What do you got coming up? Um, okay, so I have been on a hiatus. This year has been really, really rough. Um, and so uh, I'm really excited uh, to really get back into the swing of things. Um, and so I'm putting out regular content again, um, which hasn't been that way in a while. So um, you can find me on TikTok at Comics and Cupcakes. I don't know if Twitter's still a thing. It's not a thing. X is the thing. I don't know. I stopped posting on Twitter. Wait, Dimitri, what is the thing now? What's a new thing? Threads? A new thing? Threads. Is that where people are at? I mean, if threads can get their hashtag stuff together, but, you know. Yeah, it's not good. X is dying, though. I mean, Twitter is it dying. Is. X is. is. Hey, it's still Twitter for me. I will. I, I refuse to update it on my phone. Oh, it updated you. itself for me. Mine so. too, yeah. Um, yeah. Automatic updates. I, I don't have automatic updates for reasons for just like this. Good for just you. like that. You know, do you yeah. still have Angry uh, Angry Birds? Not Angry Birds. Uh, <laughs> Flappy Bird? I had uh, I had a phone that had Flappy Bird on it, yeah. Uh, but uh, eventually, it just stopped working. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, um, Ambrosia, did you say um, where where we can find you or no? Oh, um, yeah, TikTok uh, at uh, Comics and Cupcakes, Instagram at Ambrosia underscore Linda, and then um, I am hoping to get my uh, comic book history lesson podcast up and going again. Please do. Yes. Um. I love having you guys on. I am so glad that you guys are coming back uh, next week. So try to read X-Men titles. So we can- I, mean, I, I am going to pick up one X-Men title. I'm probably not going to do a number one. I'm okay. I'm I'm going to grab something that's just like in the middle of everything. X-Men think, Red. Do you think X-Men Red? Okay. Fun. Do X-Men Red then. Because X-Men Red's my favorite. Storm-centric. So, you know, uh, Storm's one of my faves. Um- Thank you to everybody out there for watching and or listening. Thank you to Carson442007, which I'm assuming is a birthday. Born in 2007? April yeah, 4th, dude, 2007? Is that? That's crazy. Yeah, nobody was born after the year 2001. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, never never forget. Um, but uh, for anyone out there watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash show or youtube.com slash show. If you're listening to us on our podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and I don't know if Stitcher is still around, but maybe, maybe there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we're also on social media at The Keeg Show, uh, pretty much everywhere, at The Keeg Show slash The Keeg Show. So Instagram and TikTok are two biggest uh, social media, so definitely find us there, and you can find our schedules and stay updated with everything. Like, comment, subscribe, do your thing, let us know you're out there, write a review, 
all that sort of stuff um, because uh, we like that. You know, go on Apple Podcasts and, and do a review for us. Spotify, you know, whatever. Give us uh, full scores. Help us out. Other than that, um, the Keeg has been in flux lately uh, due to the strikes. We here at the Keeg support uh, the WGA and SAG after strikes. Um, so do what you can to uh, help them out if you can. Um, or at least, can I, can you know, I, shout it out from the rooftop. That? Yeah. What's up? Okay. Uh, if you don't know, there's a publishing company called Black Mask Studios. They do, uh, they're an independent comic book company. They've done some big stuff like Matthew Rosenberg got his start there. Um, if you're familiar with the band Bad Religion, their guitar player is one of the, uh, one of the owners. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Black Mask has always been really big on, uh, activism. They announced today they are doing a comic book anthology, uh, that is, um, uh, all of the writers are going to be members of the WGA or SAG. Uh, they are, uh, paying, uh, the same rates as if those people were going to be working at DC or Marvel for this book. They are also taking donations to match uh, and, and matching those donations to give writers like their fee so that, uh, you know, these people who are out of work actually do have some, some income coming in. They're also giving any of the, anything that anybody creates, they get to keep the IP that they create for this book uh, in uh, perpetuity. Um, so, uh, I, they, they just announced this today, uh, in the Hollywood reporter. Um, so, uh, uh, it's going, it's a Kickstarter. Uh, the Kickstarter goes live on the 15th. So, uh, I mean, we're talking people who worked on the boondocks, people who worked on, uh, the bad batch, uh, people who worked on doom patrol. Um, Brian Michael Bendis is doing a, a story in it. Mm. Um, so like, I mean, there's talent behind this, um, uh, I think it's a really good idea. I think it's a really cool cause. So uh, go give them your money. Good. Show your support. Show your support. Um, we have Comic Talk every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and then uh, every weekend, we do the Keeg Talks uh, for the most part every weekend. Uh, this weekend, we're going to be talking about the comic character, Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle. Um, so, uh, we're gonna be talking all about the comics, uh, when it comes to that, uh, Jaime Reyes, um, and so, uh, tune in if you want to, um, other than that, that's pretty much it, definitely stay tuned, uh, that's pretty much it for the show, thank you guys so much for watching and or listening and or being on the show, Ambrosia and Drew, uh, once again, I am your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been Comic Talk for August 10th, 2023, take care, everybody, bye-bye, bye! Geek.